0: These are the stories of the two brain family. Every week we dive into the struggles and successes that go hand in hand with owning a business. As the stories unfold, take notes as we pick apart the tactics and strategies to help you navigate your very same struggles and successes that come with business ownership. Use these to help build your anti-fragile business. There we go. Christy, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. So welcome to Two Brain Stories. Um, I wanted to get you on here, which we'll give a little bit of background about who you are. um, But I think it's something that's uh, probably going to happen more and more with uh, gym owners. uh, But I want to show that it is possible to get through it. um, And you were able to do that. So uh, let's start off with who you are um, and what business you own. And then we'll roll into your story.
1: Yeah, I'm Christy Anderson, and I own Crosswinds CrossFit in Lakeville, Minnesota.
0: Excellent. Um, and how long have you guys been in business for?
1: Uh, we opened July of twenty fifteen.
0: Awesome. So the story I want to get into today is um, the whole debate that we always see that W two versus contractor, and neither way is uh, wrong. If you want to be w- have W two employees or you want to have contractors, um, either way is is okay. But uh, let's kind of jump into the story um and kind of start us off with um right before um you got that 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 letter in the mail basically
1: yeah so i've always viewed my employees as contractors um every year when um i meet with my accountant um he's agreed that the way that we run uh the contractors through there's some gray area but he felt that we had a case um as far as keeping them paid as contractors. Um, You know, I I always viewed the staff that we had as staff who, you know, nobody would ever challenge the fact that they should be employees. Um, I think they all felt fairly that they were contractors. But one of our employees became unemployed with his full-time job. And when he filed for unemployment, he reported us as um, a part of his income, which flagged us to be
0: investigated. Mm -hmm. And so you received that letter in the mail that basically said this, and what kind of led next? What happened next?
1: Yeah, the first initial letter was even a phone call accompanied by a letter that said, hey, we just need to understand how this individual was compensated. We're looking at this from an unemployment insurance standpoint. So I did my best to answer their questions thoroughly, but the him indicating that he was getting paid as an employee and me indicating he was getting paid as a contractor, there was conflicting information. So they ended up sending out an auditor uh, to go through all of um, my payroll, better understand what was going on with the employees. It was actually very nerve wracking. I, I don't think I've ever been through a process like that where I was so nervous, even though it wouldn't have been necessarily a ton of money. It was I knew. If that changed for me the way that I had to classify my employees, it would change a lot of things for me, not just the unemployment insurance piece.
0: And I think, I mean, anybody that would put in that situation, I mean, you've always considered your your coaches as or your staff as subcontractors, and I have done the same thing. Uh, so it's, it's not nerve wracking in the fact of it's kind of like getting pulled over, right? You don't think you did anything wrong, but it's still nerve wracking um, with getting pulled over. It always happens. Um, So I can only imagine, especially with them sending someone there to actually be in person and go through this stuff. Um, And then what was kind of after all of this, um, what was his uh, decision basically on on the, the coaches?
1: Yeah. And I also want to follow it up with, I'm the typical CrossFit owner who does a lot of things and I'm working on getting more people to help me. But even from an accounting standpoint, I really do my own accounting and just meet with an accounting uh, an accountant at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. that made me even more nervous because I thought, oh, gosh, what if I missed something or I didn't do something right? Is this going to create additional investigations for me? So um, I didn't have any ill intent. I wasn't trying to be malicious in any way. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure I was answering the questions correctly. So after he met with me at uh, Crossman's CrossFit, he told me, well, don't worry about it. I'll go through and I'll do my assessment. And you'll hear back from me in a couple of weeks. And with that, I asked him um, if he was leaning one way or the other. And he's like, well, I can't really tell you that. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said, you know, if for some reason you don't like what I tell you or the decision I make, you can appeal it. And you would be on a phone conversation um, with a judge. And mind you, I guess we also didn't say, I, uh, you reached out to, um, insight tax and accounting for me because you knew they had experience with this. And so I Mm -hmm. spoke specifically with Nate Jarvis and he gave me some advice based on how I was running my business and reinforced and encouraged me that I was doing everything right. And if I just answered all the questions truthfully that I likely would be, um, able to keep their classification as contractors. So after my investigation or my audit, Um, he left, I got a letter in the mail that said, your employees, um, should be paid as employees. They are not contractors. So I was super discouraged because even though he told me I could appeal it, I felt like, why would they send him out and audit me if his reasoning wasn't thorough? But, um, I talked to Nate, I talked to you and just said, what do you have to lose? Just try to appeal it. If they stick with the decision, they stick with the decision. So at that point, I followed the paperwork to appeal it.
0: And I, just to just to put it into context too, um, in, uh, Nate Jarvis works over at Insight Tax and John Briggs has, has an awesome team uh, that really works with people like this in, in this case, uh, well, with all cases of accounting, but especially with this one because he definitely wants to make sure that gym owners understand Like, if you want to name them as subcontractors, you have to follow those rules correctly. He's not mm-hmm. going to say that, hey, you're talking to them as employees but you're paying them as subcontractors and it's okay because that's definitely not but you've always kept them as subcontractors um and i remember i still remember that email that i got cc'd on from nate um that when he you actually scanned that email or that letter and sent it to him um with the actual decision and it sounded like and in the verbiage there that he was more of kind of strong strong arming you in a way of saying hey it's okay just pay the money. Like it's no big deal. And almost kind of saying like, Hey, I'm going to call, call them, uh, uh, employees. And so just pay and it'll be fine. Um, and it was interesting, I- interesting that they would, they would, they would try to do that or, or even, even push towards that direction.
1: Right. I think there's a lot of leeway I give my coaches because I know they're contractors. And if I was intending to pay them as employees, I would run my business different. And so, I felt really strongly in that way. And then to have Nate reinforce and encourage me that I was right. And that I just mm-hmm. had to stand strong. Um, I think I'm a rule follower. I don't ever intentionally break the rules. And so to have somebody come out and audit me, I felt like I was doing something wrong.
0: Completely. And I totally understand that same feeling. Cause I, I'm in the same boat. I definitely, um, I, I never intend to, break the rules. And I remember my original story that I told here was I I thought I was classified under a different tax bracket than I was. And the state came back and said I owed them a lot of money. And I never meant for it to happen that way. Um, but it does sometimes happen. So now you're in the process of evaluating um this this basically decision and saying, hey, I'm not going to say that yes, you're right. Um, I'm going to talk to this judge, even though I know I would be in the same boat as you of that feeling this judge is totally going to be on their side. I mean, they're both work for the state. Why wouldn't they be? Um, But let's kind of talk about what happened.
1: Yeah. So the, the actual uh, appeal process, they call you on the phone and you talk to the judge, which I thought was actually a nice environment because (laughs) I was really comfortable. I had all my documents in front of me to reference and um, specifically there's, there's five things that they look at in regards to um, whether an, a worker should be paid as an employee or independent contractor. And um, it's, I got three of the five that said that they should be um, compensated as an independent contractor. So not all five of them were there. I, it was close, but three of mm-hmm. the five.
0: And so basically what happened in that conversation did the judge say yes or no right then and there or did you get a letter in the mail after that
1: No I had to basically answer the questions the same way that I answered them with the auditor in regards to um you know what kind of liability do they have um, am I giving them instruction and in telling them how to run their classes do they have free access to the gym am I providing equipment for them all of those types of questions, which you can really start to question yourself. Like, I don't know, should yeah. I be supplying them with equipment? I think I should. Um, so with that being said, he didn't really indicate anything at the end. I did ask him the same question that I asked the auditor and said, you know, at this point, are you leaning one way or the other? And he <laughs> said, you know, I, I need to just evaluate everything here and you'll get a letter from me in a couple of weeks with the holiday. Maybe it'll be longer. So I was on the phone with him in the process started in August with my mm-hmm. first letter Um, the first, uh, the, actually that was when the auditor, I think even came was in August and then the appeals process didn't start till October. And then I didn't get the final decision until November. And I just literally got a letter in the mail.
0: And what did that letter state?
1: It said, um, that my instructors are working as contractors. And then it goes down below and describes everything, explains the five factors And it said that because we offer training to instructors or we don't offer training to the instructors any way beyond just reporting that they um, log in when they're working, um, that they're allowed to trade classes or work with other instruction instructors without getting permission from me. So for some reason, somebody can't cover their noon class. I just tell them to message the other coaches and see if somebody can pick up the class um and then the third reason was that because um we operate under an affiliation agreement with CrossFit that um all of the instructors are really um governed by the means and the manner of CrossFit HQ not by me
0: which is all completely true so mm-hmm. um that's I, and i wanted you to come on and, and tell that story because i think too many of us um are kind of feared sometimes when we open a business hey i'm going to go straight to w2 um, but there's nothing wrong with that. If they want to be W-2, having W-2 employees, completely okay. If they want to have subcontractors, completely okay as well. Um, but I wanted to share that because I think a lot of us get fearful of, well, I think I, 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 they should be W-2s, I'm not sure. And then an audit comes down to something like that. And that definitely brings out even more fear in them. So it definitely can be uh, navigated correctly and shown that, hey, these are subcontractors. And um, I wanted to share that story because I think it was a huge success that you had Um, proving, even though you were right all along, but proving like, no, they are subcontractors Um, and and kind of just put your foot down and say, I'm not, I'm not going to take the bullying. I'm not going to take, Hey, you should just turn them into uh, employees. It'll be easier. Um, (laughs) You actually went forth and said, no, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it the way I I ran my business and I'm going to continue on that way.
1: Yes. So.
0: So thank you so much for sharing, Christy. Greatly appreciate it. Um, Aww. and, uh, thank you for your time, for jumping on and sharing your story. You're welcome. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do drop a like to the episode, share with a friend. And if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on how, what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.